Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. Let's get into the Word. She's doing her best to catch up with me, but I got a, a strong lead, don't I? I'm not going to relinquish the lead. Galatians 3, verse 2. Galatians chapter 3, verse, the lighting in here changed for a second. It was the screens. I was like, everything okay? Galatians chapter 3, verse 2. We're going to continue where we left off last week. This is fascinating. Remember, the Apostle Paul goes deep in some areas. <laughs> the guy had crazy revelation. The Lord appeared to him. He had revelation that people had never had. And you've got to realize, in the Old Testament, you guys have read through your Bibles, the church is never mentioned in the Old Testament, right? You really look at even Isaiah. You study Isaiah. This guy had a revelation of the Messiah hundreds of years before he was born and died and tortured. He had a revelation of the millennial reign after the tribulation. He had a revelation of many things throughout history. Isaiah, man, one of the major prophets, the size of that book. Incredible. Verses we quote all the time, just crazy stuff in there. But he, as one of the prophets, didn't have a revelation of the church. The prophets of the Old Testament did not. Then Jesus came, and he says, I will build my church, my new community, right? It was revealed to the Apostle Paul and others, the body of Christ. And he said, the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. That's what Jesus said. I will build my church, right? And so... We see that the Apostle Paul, after Jesus, after Jesus had died and risen and then was taken up to heaven, the Apostle Paul had a revelation of church life and living and being the body of Christ and who we are now in Christ. All this stuff that hadn't been talked about before, but it links perfectly with the Old Testament and Old Testament law. But now we see that the Apostle Paul is dealing with something, and he's talking to the Galatians, and he's talking to him about not going back in bondage to the law, the system of do's and don'ts, right? You guys were here last week, and you recognized some of that. So he's, at, he's in the middle of this, and he says, let me ask you this one question, verse 2, Galatians 3, 2. Did you receive the Holy Spirit by obeying the law of Moses? <laughs> I love his response. Of course not. You received the Spirit because what? Because you believed the message you heard about Christ. Faith in Jesus is everything. He says, how foolish can you be? After starting your new lives in the Spirit, why are you now trying to become perfect by your own human effort? Have you experienced so much for nothing? Surely it was not in vain, was it? Let's go back to the beginning of that verse. How foolish can you be? After starting your new lives in the Spirit, why are you now trying to become perfect by your own human effort? Uh, you don't have to raise your hands, but have you ever tried that? I'm going to do it on my own. And not even trying to do it without God, or maybe, maybe it was before you met the Lord, but I'm going to do good on my own. It doesn't work out very well. And many times, after you've come to the Lord, you say, I'm going to do good in my own strength, it ends up being religious. It means your way of getting to know God, your way of having a relationship with God, and not through faith in Jesus and through His grace and through His righteousness. And I'm going to tell you right now, People start to deny God's power when they strictly go into the letter of the law. Life in the Spirit brings life, the Apostle said in the New Testament. But the letter of the law, the law does what? It kills. It brings death. All it does is show your weaknesses. I've known people who are baptized in the Holy Spirit. One I'm thinking of in particular. 
with evidence of speaking in tongues, man, Spirit-filled began to study ministers who were all about the letter of the law. Modern ministers that are supposed to be saved, I'm sure they are, but who deny the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the infilling and tongues. And many of these ministers that he was being mentored by, really, listening to them on the Internet and different things, watching videos of them, many of them believe that God doesn't even speak to us anymore. That's strange that that would be a belief system among Christians, right? That you can't be baptized in the Holy Spirit, that's done. That you can't hear from God, that the stories in the Bible, we can't place ourselves in the stories or use them for our lives. They're just stories in the Bible of what God did with other people. That sounds discouraging, doesn't it? This one person I'm thinking of in particular, I began to watch them as the letter of the law killed their spiritual life. They weren't living by the Spirit anymore. They were trying to be right with God by knowing a bunch of stuff from Scripture and denying a bunch of stuff from Scripture. And my response to that is, Galatians 3.3, how foolish can you be? After starting your new lives in the Spirit, why are you now trying to become perfect by your own human effort? And when people do that, let me tell you right now, they become religious. For those in here and those who read their Bible, being called religious is not a compliment, right? Some of your friends go, well, would you pray for me? I know you're religious. And they mean well, right? They, they tell you, family goes, oh, no, I know you got religion. <laughs> now I have a relationship with God through Jesus, right? But I, I've watched people get to where they're religious. It's a system of do's and don'ts. It's do this, it's do that. And the more religious they get, their way of getting to God, their way of having a relationship with God, apart from His grace and His Spirit, just the letter of the law, they become more and more critical. I've watched people do it. Critical, man. Well, they shouldn't do it that way. I don't know why Pastor Matt does it that way. Ah, uh, we shouldn't. I've watched it, even if they're quiet about it. And I watch, I'm telling you, I've watched people, this one person keeps coming to mind in particular, and I watch them start to lose their joy and peace and become more and more difficult to be around because they were living by the letter of the law. You say, are you talking to me directly? No, I'm speaking about, I'm giving you this testimony and testifying. I'm not speaking about you per se, but if, it, if any of, of this fits, then wear it and let God work on you about it. Okay? Let God work on you about it. How foolish can you be? The apostle says, after starting your new lives in the spirit, why are you now trying to become perfect by your own human effort? Those that do this, they become religious and they begin to deny certain aspects of Scripture. They start cutting pieces out of their Bible. I remember growing up, Dad was talking about that. Man, after a while, people have a few pages left in their Bible of things they actually believe and live. Say, well, this is not for today. Healing's not for today. Um, Bible stories, well, they're just Bible stories. God doesn't speak. You can't be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Um, you should, tithing, that's the Old Testament. See, they, make, they get it all mixed up. Now that we've started our new lives in the Spirit, we're not going to try to become perfect by our own human effort. We need Jesus. Scripture says He's become wisdom and righteousness to us. Wis he Himself said, one that is greater than Solomon is here. And Solomon was the wisest man who ever lived up until Jesus, the God-man, all God and all human. Jesus has been made everything to us. Is everybody with me? Life, liberty, freedom, holiness, healing, righteousness, right standing with God. Let's keep going. 
Have you experienced so much for nothing? Surely it was not in vain, was it? He's questioning them. I ask you again, does God give you the Holy Spirit and work miracles among you because you obey the law? Of course not. It is because you believe the message you heard about Christ. Someone say, everything is in Jesus. Mm -hmm. Everything you've been looking for is in Jesus. Sometimes even we as believers, after a while we say, well, what else? Uh, I mean, you know, is, is there a complicated formula? No, it's all in Jesus. Just Jesus. It's all in Jesus and through him. Everything. Without him? We'd be all messed up. In the same way, Scripture says, Abraham believed God. Remember this? We've been talking about this a few weeks. And God counted him as righteous because of his faith. Somebody say, I believe. That's good to hear you say that. The real children of Abraham, then, are those who put their faith in God. Mm. What's more, the Scriptures looked forward to this time when God would make the Gentiles. Gentiles are who? Non-Jews. That's us, right? I mean, there may be some Jewish blood scattered in here. We don't know. Um, they've said there's some in my family. It's hard to prove. I, took, I did the, uh, what is that thing called? Ancestry.com? Man, I'm behind 57. It's like 12, or 12 different people groups all over the planet you know, in my bloodstream. It's amazing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about the Jewish or whatever, but for the most part in here, we're, we are Gentiles, right? It says the scriptures look forward to this time when God would make the non-Jews, those whom God had not revealed himself to before, right in his sight because of their faith. Aren't you glad? Man, have y'all come from some junk? I talked about that on Sunday. And there were some crying eyes up here. I brought up how I had been briefly sexually abused. And other people related to that on Sunday. We felt the presence of God. And God began to heal us and work on us. But man, we've been through some abuse. Y'all been through some heartache. Been through disappointment. You've been through some stuff. So I thank God that God in his great, infinite, amazing mercy looked ahead and said, those are going to be my people. Those people who are not a people, they'll be mine. He prophesied that in the Old Testament. Oh, I feel the Spirit of God. He said, I choose you. That's what Scripture says. Can you imagine being chosen by the God of the universe? The one who initially gave our great, 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 great grandmammy and grandpappy their breath? That same God who created our ancestors and who gives parents the power to reproduce and and us the power of life you have the breath of life in you did you know you have an electrical current going through your body that keeps your heart in rhythm <laughs> just i know so little about all that stuff but every time i figure something out i go how are any doctors atheists how are any scientists atheists everything points back to god and he chose us he chose you he chose me and let me just say this by the spirit of god i said it sunday i have no idea who this is for tonight I know not everybody in here was here Sunday. Maybe most of you were. But that abuse you suffered, that wasn't your fault. Do you hear me? You are chosen. You are forgiven. God is with you. You can feel clean forever. You say, I don't feel it. No, but you're forgiven and you are clean forever. The Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, aren't you grateful? Doesn't just cover it up. You ever swept something under a rug physically? 
Say, well, they're, they're almost here. Just kind of put that under there. Maybe most people have done it. It's like, oh, just, yeah. Is that a cockroach? Tuck him under the, no, I'm just kidding. Ugh. I hate cockroaches. I'm so grateful that God chose us. And man, you know what God says to you tonight? Dear brothers and sisters, you're forgiven. You're chosen. You're worth it. His hand of blessing is on you. You say, man, I'm not living like it. It's time to start living like it. You've got to believe it and walk in it. Start somewhere, man. Start believing tonight. Say, I am different. I'm new. I'm changed. I'm transformed because God said so. God said so. The scriptures looked forward to this time when God would make the Gentiles right in his sight because of their faith. God what? Proclaimed this good news to Abraham long ago when he said, all nations will be blessed through you. Hmm. I think I'm going to stop on this verse. This is a beautiful stopping point. Verse 9, Miha. Good job. Let's, I like that. So all who put their faith in Christ share the same blessing Abraham received because of his faith. Has God always taken care of you? Man, even through disobedience, mistakes, sin, things. You said, man, I, I was unfaithful. Yeah, aren't you glad God was never unfaithful? He's perfect. He remains the same. He's rock steady. Why do you think he is called the rock of our salvation? You've got to build your, your lives on him. All who put their faith in Christ share the same blessing Abraham received. Why? Because of luck. The same blessing Abraham received because of the law. System of do's and don'ts. The Ten Commandments. No, Abraham was before the Ten Commandments and the law. Because of his faith in God and he believed God, it, God wrote his law on Abraham's heart. All because he believed. All who put their faith in Christ share the same blessing Abraham received because of his faith. Mm. And you're here tonight, I know, because you believe. Keep believing and keep the faith. Let's pray tonight. Galatians 3.9, that is a perfect place to stop. Mm, wow. Is there anyone in this house who says, Pastor Matt, I've never accepted Jesus or made him the Lord of my life? If that is you, please raise your hand. I'm going to pray with you. Say, I've never accepted Jesus. All right. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to repeat this prayer with me for those on the live stream tonight. In case there's someone out there who has not accepted Jesus and made him the Lord of their life. Please repeat this prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father, I believe your word. And say, I can't make myself righteous or holy. I can't cleanse my own sin. But you can. I need your forgiveness, Lord. Please forgive me. Come into my heart. See, I confess and believe that Jesus is Lord and my Savior. See, I believe Jesus died and rose again for me to save me. Thank you for saving me, Lord. I believe in Jesus' name.
Let me pray a blessing over you tonight. May the Lord bless you and protect you, smile upon you and be gracious to you, give you of his favor and of his perfect peace. Lord God, we thank you because you are good. We thank you because you are holy. We thank you because you are faithful. And I plead the blood of Jesus over everyone in this house. Thank you for their time. But Lord, I thank you most of all for your time. Thank you for spending Wednesday evening with us here. Through your word and your presence, we just thank you, Lord. And we know you're always with us, but this is a special time when we gather to worship you together in community, all together. It's so important for us to meet together to worship you, Lord. It's good for our mental health. It's good for our physical and spiritual health. It's good for our walk with you, Lord. That's why we're talking about that. Don't live life alone this month. Lord, thank you for the opportunity for community with you and with others. And we praise you tonight for this time together. In Jesus' name.